today we are going to be talking about colleges, which is something that we have both written about, right? Yes, we both have um, an experience about college, I think. Yeah, I would love if you could tell the story of um, university for yourself. Uh, do you want to, you want me to start right now with the, the gory stuff or yeah? Yeah. Why? So um, yeah, when I was eighteen, I uh, started engineering. So uh, went to engineering university. Um, I really thought I that was what I, what I wanted to do. So uh, my first year, I uh, passed. So I went. I. Uh, I, I don't know how to say that. I, I succeeded that first year. Then the second mm-hmm. year, I had to do that in three years. <laughs> um, yeah. Then my third year, I had to do that in two years, I think. And by then, I was really disgusted by studying. So I, um, uh, I learned how to play poker or I, I met playing poker. So I stopped uh, studying and I started mm-hmm. to play poker. And then uh, I think I played poker for about four years. Then I went back to university uh, another two years. And then like uh, three months before I would finally graduate, I, uh, I never went back. So I walked away. I never went back. That's my uh, story yeah. about me on, on, in university. And what made you decide not to go back to university um, or not to finish? Yeah, so the first time I was really disgusted and I started to play poker. But the second time, I thought, you know what, maybe I just have to power through. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I didn't study enough. or I. So I tried it again, and it went better. I mean, I had discipline back then. By then, I, I, I worked harder. It worked. But then the moment I, I, I was writing my thesis, and I realized, you know what, if I if I turn this in, I'm, I'm going to be an engineer, I... I I couldn't work anymore. I, 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 nothing, nothing worked anymore. So I realized, look, I have to quit now. Otherwise, this life will be it. This will be my life then. And uh, I couldn't do that. Right. Yeah. For me, I went to college. I think a lot of people go to college, you know, because of pressure from parents. But I went to college because I wanted to prove to my parents I could fit at a kid at an early age. So I first started off going as a for psychiatry, and then um, my parents were telling me that there's not enough money in psychiatry. So then I changed to accounting because my dad is an accountant, and eventually I did graduate in 2014 with the accounting degree. But I'm no longer uh, really working in that capacity anymore, and I'm pursuing other things. So I do feel like college was a little pointless <laughs> in some regard. Um, it's good to feel, have the feeling of accomplishment, but I'm not really going to be using, you know, what I went to college for in my life. So that's a little bit of my story. And then today we had a submission from Gabriel Iosa, and he wrote an article called This is Why Diplomas Are Useless. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, um, he really comes in uh, swinging and uh, he really tells it how it is. He tells like diplomas are useless. I don't think if I would go that far. I mean, um, college or university can be useful for some people. Um, for instance, mm-hmm. if I were, if I would do it all over again, or if I would start uh, something now, I think I would finish, and I think I would would learn me something. So um, I'm I, I'm a little bit more um, nuanced now in my views. Yeah, and. 
over where you live, does college cost a lot of money or is it free where you live? Uh, it's uh, almost free because uh, I live in a socialist paradise, so it's almost free. Um, <laughs> um, I think it's like 200 or 500 euros a year. So I, I spend a lot of years there, but it doesn't cost a lot of money. Yeah, it costs like... Uh, Cost that not that much, so I would advise like young people if you really want to do it, do it. But in the states, mm-hmm. it costs that much, and, and you're going to spend like 10, 20, 30 years in debt. I wouldn't do it. I think it's yeah, then it's way, way, way overpriced and it's not worth it. Yeah, what would you advise as an alternative to college? What I would do if I was 18 was uh, just um, travel the, ro- the world for two years. Just go a lot of places, uh, meet a lot of people, have a lot of experiences, see how the world is in different yeah. places. Because most people have only seen their own village and think that that is the world. So expand your views right. for two years. And then if you're 20 or 21, start thinking about what you can do and start working towards that. That's what I would do instead yeah. of going to college. Yeah, that's a great answer. And like over in your country as well, like, how is the viewpoint on college now? Because the United States seems to be moving a little bit away from the traditional view because I think millennials are getting frustrated and they don't want to spend all the money in college. So a lot of people are just pursuing different paths with their life. How is it over there? Uh, well, since it's still free or as good as free, um, it's still mm-hmm. something that is done and that people do. But um, mm-hmm. it's also weird. People are thinking that it's not that important anymore. They're viewing it as some kind of party years, and they all, all, <laughs> almost laugh about it to their parents, like, yeah, we've got a party for four or five years. Uh, the respect is also kind of gone, unless you're talking about the traditional degrees, like doctor or engineer or something. But, uh, right. Uh, psychology and, and stuff like that, yeah, we laugh about it here. Yeah, I get that. Because also, like, once I finished my accounting degree, it still felt like I didn't know enough to even perform the job. Like, everything that you actually learn, like, in terms of the career path, you learn while you're on the job, or most of it, I feel, especially with accounting. So I didn't feel like I really was prepared um, to even jump into the career field once I finished college. So I don't know how much useful information, you know, I got out of college. Yeah, it's the same for me, too. I mean, okay, I can't call myself an engineer, but... I was like three mm-hmm. months or two weeks away from, from graduating. So I feel like I had mm-hmm. had seen everything and had all the, 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 the lessons, but I still had the same yeah. feeling. I don't know anything. Put me in a company not right now. I mean, I, I, was, I was about to build bridges. Can you imagine that? Or, or build uh, <laughs> factories or something like that. And I, I feel like I felt like I couldn't do that. Yeah, it's basically all those years and just to... Um, have the diploma like I think that's kind of what Gabrielle was saying too like you do all that work and then it's just for the piece of paper to prove that you're qualified to get the job when really you learn everything on the job I mean the, the most important things in life or the things that matter now you can't learn that in college right how can you yeah. learn about Bitcoin in college or about uh, I mean like what we do you can't learn that you the only way to learn it is to do it so um, yeah that's the only thing you can do in my opinion Right. I agree. And I think some of the things that actually are the most profitable careers are, like you said, you did Bitcoin is something that you learn outside of university. And how did you get into your whole thing? Like Bitcoin, how did you get into that? Yeah, I basically just, um, 
was browsing like sites um, about gold and silver and about and because it was back in 2009 2010 2011 and we had the financial mm -hmm. crisis and everybody thought like yeah, the, 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 the traditional system is going to implode so we were all in that, like talk, talking about that and, and going to those sites like zero hedge and all that stuff all those crazy sites and on one of those sites, I learned about that 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 thing, Bitcoin. That was like something weird that could never work. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I started to read about that, and I didn't get it. And then a year later, I read about it again. I'm like, what is that? Why doesn't it die? I read it about yeah. it again. And then once I was hooked, and I couldn't stop reading or thinking about it for three, four days. And that was when I got it. Wow. And um, so for Gabrielle, like I think he he's a freelance writer. So he basically makes a full-time living now after only doing um, freelance writing for five months. So it's all about just like focusing on what you want to do and learning the skills and spending all your time honing in your craft. And then you'll be able to, you know, make a living from that. Because I think that there's plenty of opportunity in the world and it doesn't all come from just having a degree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So basically, um, what do you want to do? And if you're uh, passionate enough about passionate enough, and if you're determined enough, and if you're persistent enough, you will always do that. So how do you gain like self-worth? Like if you don't go to college and you don't have a degree, like there's always that feeling that you're, well, in the beginning, maybe for some people, there's that feeling that you're less than, or people look at you differently yeah, when you say still, you don't have a degree. It's still here. It's still the same. Like you, if you have to go, you have to be, you have to be, uh, you have to have a college degrees to, to be something in the society. So it's still a thing here. If you don't have a college degree, you're fine. Second grade citizen. Because, um, you yeah, don't mind. No, everybody, everybody I know, everybody I know knows that I don't, that I didn't finish. And I mean, if they, sometimes they joke about it, but they can't joke that much because then, then I can talk about Bitcoin and they don't know anything about it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> And, and and yeah, I, I don't mind it much. Yeah, you have to I mean your worth. It comes from yourself. God doesn't come from whatever people think of you. A piece of paper. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's pretty much like what Gabriel was saying. That that the diploma um, hasn't given him what he wanted in life, and it was more so just going after what he loves, which is writing. Like to clarify, um, uh, I said that to you too. You finish your degree, and I mean finishing things is always good. If you start something mm -hmm. and you finish something, it's good. So, um, if I would would start now at university, I would finish. So, um, I'm not ex not that extreme as Gabriel, but whatever <laughs> what he says, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get it too. Okay, well, we can talk about the next article, which is something that is kind of important after you go to school, or actually even like before you go to school, which is investing. And we have an article from Gonzalo Zayadi today. And he has been sending, he's going to be sending his monthly network updates to On The Rise so that people can follow along in his journey to become financially independent. And he just submitted an article that says his net worth is now 50000 this month. What do you think about this article? I, I like it, but um, it wouldn't be it wouldn't work for me uh, because uh, I used to do that too. I used to keep my uh, I used to keep a daily track of my net worth, but I had to let that go because it was making me insane. So now yeah. I do that only four times a year, every quarter, and I'm thinking of even going 
uh, a little bit further and only look at it once a year. But mm -hmm. I mean, for, for everyone, that's, that's a different topic for everyone, but that's what's, what I had to do to make myself a little bit, um, a little bit more uh, at peace with, my, uh, with myself. Right. And just so you guys know, this is not any type of investment advice. It's just us um, looking at a story on Medium. And you have to consult your investment professional if you want further information on what we're talking about today. Yes. So he was, yeah. And he was talking about um, 401ks and I guess he does, he's trying to reach the annual contribution limit of 18,500. So that's what he does every month. Do you use 401k? No, you don't, you're not able to pay because you're working for yourself. Um, yeah. I don't even know how that works here in Belgium. We don't, I don't know if we, we have, have that here. I'm not in a traditional investment sector, so um, I don't know anything about, I mean, I know about taxes and stuff like that, but um, yeah. I'm not going to comment on that for now. Um, okay. Well, I know like a few months ago, um, Molly had actually recommended a book to me called Money Master the Game, which I read with my 10-year-old, my then 10-year-old, because we wanted to get started in investing. Was that one of your first investment books that you read or where did you get that book from? When did you read that? Um, no, so I knew about investing before, but that's the book I always recommend to beginners. So you're not the first one to ask about tips or, or so I always give that book and I see if they read it, if they're determined or not. So sometimes people are like, no, it's so difficult. But, um, it's a long book. Yeah, it's long and it's a bit dense, but the ones who are motivated always get through and you're, you got through it. So uh, because I feel like it's a part too. It gets you something. Yeah, it does, for sure. What do you think is the most important thing that you got from it? Um, yeah, I mean, I like Tony Robbins in everything. So, I mean, yeah. what I would get from that book is like, yeah, you can be master of your own finances. You can mm -hmm. be in charge of that. Because for the longest time, I was really dead broke every time. So, it was more the feeling like, yeah, you can be rich. Everybody can, do, can be that. It has nothing to do with... Uh, uh, who your parents are or um, in what country do you live. It's, it's more about your mind and, and the power of your mind. So that's what I would get from that. Right. And you, you don't even need that much money to start investing um, anyway. And you even displayed that today in your article because you said, the, well, it wasn't investing. It's trading in your case. But um, you said with Bitcoin, you had took it, taken your last $1,000 from your savings yeah. and put it in Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah, in thousand, uh, thousands, in thousand dollars about in uh, 2013. But I also said, don't try that at home, right? Don't. <laughs> I don't want people to do that now. But it worked out for me. So, you, like you say, don't. You don't need a lot to start with. You need just need to start, right? Start now. That's what you always, what we always say, start now. And uh, yeah. the magic founding, yeah, you cannot mess with that, right? It's the biggest force right. in the universe. Uh, Einstein said so. You have to. Uh, to start now that's the thing yeah yeah the thing that i would say is um i don't like tracking my 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 money like he does i don't like because it forces me to to uh, focus on scarcity and i want to focus on abundance but i get why he does it because i had to do it first build something right if you have nothing if you don't have any money you have a lot in debt you have to check out what happens where does my money go how can i invest it but the moment you have money, you should start expanding and focusing on, on abundance. Don't can't track any dollar anymore. That's true. And what do you think is a good way to focus on abundance? Um, 
yeah. But I'm going to say, I'm going to use the, the traditional example that I have told you before. And when I didn't have any money, I was dead broke. I just walked around the rich neighborhoods and I just walked around and, and, and I mean, looked at the environment, looked at the houses, at the cars, and I just acted like I belonged there. First two weeks, everybody saw immediately that I didn't belong there, and I even had the cops at me once. So, uh, yeah, doing that, and after a year or something like that, I just yeah, everybody thought I lived there. So the people were asking me questions about the, the, the neighborhood, and I'm like, sorry, but I don't live here. So people really wow. assume that, and that's how you get into abundance. So um, I've read about uh, I think it was Tony Robbins or guys like that who just went to a Rolls and Royce, Rolls and Royce dealership and just set into the car they never they of course had the money to buy it they had maybe like right. five dollars they just sat in that car smelled the leather and yeah uh imagine sitting there and, and being that you know visualizing that that was their car yeah and how did you feel once you started doing those things like how quickly did your mentality change uh immediately immediately it's um i mean be feeling rich can can everybody can feel rich it's just it's the power of the mind so uh, the moment you start feeling rich is when you start attracting abundance attracting abundance most people think that first you have the money and then you start feeling rich but it's the opposite of the way first you have to feel rich and really believe it and that will attract the money that makes sense well for some it doesn't I mean, that's that's yeah there are not a lot You'll get it, but if you get, if you truly get it, then you'll, yeah, then, then you'll do the, the right thing. Because, um, for instance, I mean, I had money before, but I always mm -hmm. lost because I just didn't have the right mindset. And that's what happens. Right. It's like the universe only gives you if you deserve it and if you're capable of keeping it. Otherwise, you're just going to blow it on, on uh, champagne and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, that's how all the what basketball players and NFL players they say the majority of them blow their money as soon as they as they make it. Yeah, that's the thing. Or, I mean, I think you uh, wrote about it before. Like the people who win the lottery and they're not used to it or they don't know how to handle with it, and two weeks later or two two years later they're, they're broke again. That's what yeah. happens because they yeah. they can't manage it. It's the same right. with. Uh, People who inherit a lot of money and they're not worth, they're not uh, used to it, or they, they they also get destroyed by it. It's the same thing all over again. Right. Yeah, but what you're doing is great. You're educating yourself, and when the money comes, you'll be ready, and you'll, yeah, you'll you'll do fine. I think. Thank you. <laughs> Well, I think that's a good place to end. Um, so if you guys haven't checked them out, check out Gonzalo's monthly net worth update and then also Gabrielle's article about college diplomas. And thank you guys so much for listening today. And again, please follow us on the On The Rise podcast on Anchor and give this podcast some claps if you enjoyed it. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye.